2: I'm Matt Miller here with Pim Fox, filling in for Kathleen Hayes on this Friday. We just heard from Chris Liu at the Department of Labor, and he confirmed that there are a lot of workers who don't feel fully employed. Well, we're going to hear as well from a chief economist uh, in a minute from Indeed.com, one of the largest job sites in the world. They have over 180 million unique visitors per month Per month, either looking for a job or advertising to fill a spot. Tara Sinclair joins us to talk about the worker discontent you've heard so much about, or
3: maybe are feeling yourself. Pim. yes, uh, we'll also uh, be uh, speaking to her about job satisfaction. We've got some details, but right now, let's get details from Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom with the Bloomberg Business Flash. Pim Fox. I thank you, Matt
1: Miller. Let us stick with an employment theme. We'll give you the story on this morning's jobs report. Payrolls surging for a second straight month. Employers adding 255,000 positions. June's impressive number revised up to 292,000. Jack Rivkin is CEO of Altegras Investments. He was interviewed this morning on
3: Bloomberg Television. Well, I think we're very close to full employment and this has pushed us a little closer as well. You know, let's remember, we're looking at seasonally adjusted numbers, that 255 is against actually a million people leaving the payrolls in the month of July. And it was about the same number, at least in the first report here. I'm 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 surprised that the number is only 255. I would have thought it would have been 285, something like that.
1: And the labor department said the unemployment rate remained level at 4.9% as Americans came off the sidelines to join the workforce. We will have more jobs day coverage coming up in just a moment. Right here on Taking Stock. Bristol-Myers Squibb slumping the most in 14 years after saying its drug Opdivos failed in a lung cancer trial that would have been the basis for widely expanding use of the treatment. Right now, shares of Bristol-Myers Squibb down 15.6%. S&P up 16 to 21.80, a gain of eight-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ trading at a record 52.22, up 1.1%. The Dow up 0.9%, and gold down 1.8%. Now, let's look at the other stories making news.
4: Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump is expected to endorse House Speaker Paul Ryan tonight. Fox News, citing two unidentified Republicans, say it will happen in Wisconsin. In an interview on Milwaukee radio station WTMJ, Ryan, who faces a tough primary on Tuesday, discussed why he and Trump have been at odds.
2: I'm going to speak out and defend ourselves so that people in this country don't get a misperception about who we are and what we believe in. And I've had to do that from time to
4: time. Hillary Clinton addressed a joint conference of black and Hispanic journalists in Washington. She said she's determined to make more serious, sustained investments and to create more good-paying jobs in African-American and Latino communities.
2: For me, these aren't just economic issues. They're part of the long, continuing struggle for civil rights. Rosa Parks opened up every seat on the bus now we've got to expand economic opportunities so everyone can afford the fare.
4: Another victim of last month's terror attack in Nice, France, has died, bringing the death toll to 85. A 56-year-old man who was hospitalized passed. His wife and their 13-year-old son were also killed when a truck driven by an Islamic State sympathizer rammed into a crowd celebrating Bastille Day. A state judge has ruled that a New York Times reporter who conducted a jailhouse interview with an accused murderer must testify at trial. The judge ruled that reporter Frances Robles's testimony Testimony could be critical. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie.
1: And we thank you And again. Recapping, S and P 500 index up 16 to 2181. A gain there of eight tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pallett, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Well, not today. It's Matt Miller here with Pim Fox. Kathleen is taking a well-deserved day of vacation, uh, and I'm enjoying my time here with Pim. We're talking about the big, really the best economic data point to come out every month is the jobs number, and this one was incredible. Still, there are a lot of people in this workforce who are feeling a little bit uh, underemployed, and here to talk about that is Tara Sinclair. She is chief economist at Indeed.com, one of the largest job sites in the world with 180 million unique visits uh, per month. Tara, thanks so much for joining us. Let me ask what you thought about this jobs report. I mean, if that isn't full employment, I don't know what full employment looks like.
0: Well, on the aggregate, this is a fantastic number. This is a great jobs report in general. Seeing 255,000 net new jobs created is great news for the economy on a whole. Uh, But that, you know, of course, does leave some things Hidden in the sense that not everyone is feeling that strong economy is affecting them personally.
3: Why is that, Tara? Give us some some data. How do you get to that analysis?
0: Well, in terms of data, one of the things that we've been watching really closely is where are these jobs being created and who can actually have access to these jobs. And, you know, one of the things that economists have been talking a lot about has been this polarization of the labor market, where we see that we are seeing jobs growth and opportunities at the high end and at the low end, but less in that middle range and fewer pathways for people to move from the low end more into the middle and more into the high. And that's really a a challenge that we're continuing to see in this economy.
2: So you did actually a, a report on this. I mean, are you seeing that data really prove out? Because on in the aggregate, uh, 4.9% unemployment, wage growth of 2.6% per month. Um, and look, there's always gonna be people who don't like their job. Not everybody likes to work, right?
0: Right, but one thing that we can look at is we can look at what's been happening in terms of high-paying jobs that are seeing real wage growth, uh, you know, over a long period of time. And so that's what we did in our recent research, is where we looked at these jobs where we've seen wages that are paying enough to support a median household income, as well as seeing regular rate raises. And from that perspective, uh, only 15 to 16 percent of today's employment is actually in those sorts of jobs, which suggests that there's some real discontent there in the labor market.
3: Tara, I don't know whether you're familiar with a report that came out earlier in July by the conference board looking at workers' satisfaction, and it said that about half of the workers reported being satisfied with their jobs, and that obviously coincided with increases in pay for hourly workers at companies such as Starbucks and uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. How do you respond to that?
0: well i mean that still leaves uh you know a large proportion of the workforce unsatisfied with their jobs but i mean it is important to realize that the economy is much better off today than it was you know you know definitely back in the recession but even in the early years of the recovery and so when people are looking back over their recent labor market experience of course today looks a lot better than what it did a few years ago
2: and i i also th- think you can uh Say it's pretty obvious that, for example, manufacturing jobs aren't going to pay as much anymore as they used to. You're not going to be able to support a family on them. I spend a lot of time in, in car factories. They're doing a ton of business, but I see more and more robots than people that are building things there. Uh, one place you can't put robots in uh, up the place of a person is construction. Um and we're seeing a shortage of construction workers. That's, uh, evidenced by the tight h- housing market. Are, are, the, are there going to be a pickup there? Are you seeing more construction jobs offered on Indeed.com?
0: We are. So construction is definitely one of those areas where, um, we're, are, are looking to be, to see some growth there, um, in, in terms of employment. And it does look like one of the reasons we didn't really see much movement in that number this month might be because of a shortage of workers. But again, the, the type of workers that the housing housing sector is complaining about not finding are people with specialized skill sets. And not everybody in today's workforce has those specialized skills.
3: Tara, I just want you to comment on a recent article of yours having to do with red states, blue states, (laughs) and swing states. What did you learn?
0: Well, so what we did there is we looked at these jobs that we talked about a minute ago that we identified as being high-paying with reasonable wage growth over the last 10 years, And we looked at how those jobs were distributed across the U.S. And one of the things that really surprised me at first was how much variation there was by state and then we decided, you know, related to the election, to just divide those states into the Gallup polls' latest red state, blue state, swing state categories. And we discovered that there was a statistically significant difference between the experiences in terms of job opportunities, uh, in terms of job postings for red states versus blue states. And, in fact, blue states were significantly more likely to see these higher paying, higher wage growth jobs than the red states.
3: Is this because the red states are in this congregate in the middle of the country and then you've got the technology jobs uh, perhaps in California or on the coast?
0: Yeah, I definitely think that's part of the explanation.
3: Thanks very much. Uh, Tara Sinclair, the chief economist for Indeed.com, giving us her take on today's payroll results showing a robust job market. Unemployment rate remains at 4.9%. Wages grew at a rate of 2.6%. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host today, Matt Miller. This is Bloomberg.
2: This Hamptons Commuter Minute is brought to you by Land Rover. When towers seem like trees and roads become rivers, the Range Rover Evoke is there to guide you through the twists and turns of the urban jungle. Visit your tri-state area Land Rover Retailer.
0: You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through.